Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 77. In today's show, we'll be talking with Bruce Talgan, author of many best-selling business books and founder of Rainmaker Thinking. Bruce is going to be telling us about their latest update for 2017 on their continuous research study on the generational shift in the workplace. Good morning, Shai. Good morning, Craig. See, Shai, I've been just reading about this shift in the workplace and some of the updates that are coming out, and it's impressive, and I just wonder what your thoughts are. You know, to me, I think the biggest thing is that the value proposition of employment has completely changed for this generation. Yeah, I've been looking, you know, the the short-term rewards, and it's, it's really changed and adapting to that, and the pressure for that change has even accelerated. The rate of the millennials coming into the workforce is incredible. Yeah, it's now they make up over 40% of the workforce. And for these folks, there's no secrets anymore. They know that job security is dead. This is really a free agent kind of economy that we're dealing with. Yeah, and there's so much pressure to really focus in on this change and get it right because statistically we're looking at 10,000 people going into the retirement side every day. And many of them are not retiring in the classic sense. They're rewiring. And why? Because they have to. Because the latest statistic is only 23% of retirees can really afford to retire. So they're having to do that second gig or that part-time or that rewiring Yeah, and this has just completely changed the complexion of the workforce, right? So as a business owner, that represents huge opportunity, but also major, major challenge. The old way of just hiring someone and thinking that they'll just shut up in color and do what you say and stay heads down and just be happy to have a job and that they want to keep that job as long as possible, that thinking is gone. And maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, the old way was so much easier, and now we're really having to really put a plan in place when we have a challenge of the new grads coming in with good quality generic academic knowledge and having to work with them on the onboarding process and training and mentoring them to the industry-specific knowledge that they're going to need, and then adding on their needs of flexibility and short-term rewards and a different operational environment to get the rewards that they're looking for, creates a large challenge. Yeah, for the business owner, what it means is you can no longer hide behind your talent, the talent of the people that you employ. You have to get out and lead, and it really creates a whole new set of skills that will be required to maintain a successful and growing company. Our guest today is Bruce Talgan. Bruce is internationally recognized as the leading expert on young people in the workplace and one of the leading experts on leadership and management. Bruce is a best-selling author. I count over 12 books on Amazon, an advisor to business leaders all over the world, and a sought-after keynote speaker and management trainer. He is the founder of his company, Rainmaker Thinking providing management research, training, and consulting to more than 300 organizations worldwide. Good morning, Bruce. Welcome back to Business Owners Radio. 
Oh, well, thank you so much for having me back on the show. I'm delighted to be back on. As always, it's great to have you on our show today. And looking at what you've just released, the Great Generational Shift update for 2017, what's happened with the numbers in today's workforce? Well, you know, we've been tracking this generational shift in the workforce since 1993. And every year we do an update. And the reason we update it is because it's changing so fast. In just the last year alone, in North America, millions of first-wave baby boomers and pre-baby boomers have left the North American workforce, while millions of second-wave millennials have joined the workforce. So just in the last year, the baby boomers' numbers have gone under 30%. Now, the baby boomers are only 27% of the North American workforce now. And the second wave millennials, those born 1990 to 2000, are now 17%. If you include all the millennials, they're now 44% of the workforce. So that's what we call the numbers problem, that the shift is on. And a lot of the oldest, most experienced people, they're leaving the workforce. I like to say the grownups are leaving. What are we going to do? You mentioned a couple of things there as far as the first and second wave baby boomers and millennials. Could you go through that again for us to bring us up to date? Yeah, well, based on our model, we look at the pre-baby boomers or those born before 1946, and they are now about half a percent of the workforce. But think of it, those are 71-year-olds and older. They're still part of the workforce, and they're the oldest, most experienced people. Then you have the baby boomers, and we split the baby boom into two waves because otherwise you have those born 1946 to 1964. It's such a big time frame. So we look at first wave baby boomers, those born 1946 to 1954. That's 11% of the workforce now. And just a year ago, it was 13%. And then those in the second wave of the baby boom, those born 1955 to 1964, are down to 16% from 17% last year. You know, then you have the much vaunted Generation X, those born 1965 to 77, are 27% of the workforce. Uh, the first wave millennials, those born 1978 to 89, are 27% of the workforce. And now the youngest people, those born 1990 to 2000, what we call the second wave millennials, are up to 17%. And by the way, the youngest people in the workplace today in North America were born in 2001, with a note from their parents, of course. But just think of it, 2001. Where were you in 2001? You guys were probably doing this show. (laughs) So what are the implications then of this shift, Bruce? Well, so we also are looking at the rest of the world. One thing you have to know is that the rest of the world is much younger than the West. So if you look at Latin America, Eastern Asia, South Asia, Africa is the youngest continent. What you're seeing is a shift in the numbers and an increasing globalization of the rising youth top. So because the boomers are leaving in such great numbers and the young people are coming into the workplace at a very rapid pace, but because other parts of the world are so much younger than the West, one of the implications is that in order to fill technical skill gaps, what you're going to see increasingly is a global workforce. So the new young workforce is increasingly going to have people from South Asia, East Asia, Africa, Latin America, 
But overall, there is a shift also in the norms and values of the workforce. And this goes along with profound changes in how business leaders are running their organizations. So I think that the implications are profound. And this is not just about a bunch of young upstarts coming into the workplace who don't want to wear a jacket and tie. It's not just about the numbers. It's also about the norms and values of the workforce. It's about how people are going to think about their careers, how they're going to behave in the workplace, and how employers are going to have enough people to do all the work. Bruce, in your update, you talk about some of the forces driving this change. Why is this generation gap different from most? Well, every generation comes along and clashes with the older, more experienced. You see that all the time. The, the baby boomers, of course, had one of the most famous generation gaps and see the 60s and 70s. But this is much more than just a clash of styles and preferences. It's more than just the creative energy of youth challenging the cautious wisdom of experience. The generational shift unfolding today is historic. And the reason is that there are these huge macro forces of history driving change. So it's globalization. We're all now capable of connecting and traveling to work across borders in every direction and combination. It's technology. The pace of technological change is unprecedented. It's institutional security. Our world is threatened by everything from terrorism to environmental cataclysm. And organizations are just scrambling to stay lean and flexible. So they're always downsizing, restructuring, re-engineering the information environment. We're all forced to think, learn, and communicate in a tidal wave of information now. Human diversity in every dimension. The world is becoming more diverse and more integrated. Each generation is more diverse than the last. And that's not just true in terms of globalization and geographical point of origin and ethnic heritage, but its ability and disability, its age, its language, its lifestyle preference, its color, size, uh, sexual orientation, gender orientation, and there's virtual reality. Remember, we're all plugged into this endless stream of content. We're all in continuous dialogue through social media and all the other forms of media. And we're forever mixing and matching from an infinite array of sources to create our own montage of information. I mean, this is a historic change from a macro standpoint. We're all living through the most profound changes since the Industrial Revolution anyway, and maybe since before that. And meanwhile, the oldest, most experienced people, those with the memory. Uh, the last vestiges of the old-fashioned workplace, they're leaving. And the young people who are coming in today, they like it this way, and they've never known it any other way. And their expectations are geared around a whole new set of expectations and realities. Bruce, your update has a phrase I captured and I wanted to test from the standpoint of high-maintenance workforce. What does that characteristic look like? Well, it used to be that if you were a success-minded person, you hitch your wagon to the star of an established organization, 
you pay your dues, you climb the ladder, you do as you're told, you keep your mouth shut, you keep your head down, you wait for your boss to notice you, you wait for the system to take care of you. And let me just tell you, that did a lot of the work of managing people for managers. You know, if you're a success-minded person and what you do is shut up and figure it out, kid, that was a lot easier. But now no one trusts the system to take care of them in the long term anymore. And if you don't trust the system to take care of you in the long term, you look to your immediate boss to take care of you in the short term. You know, so managers say to young people today, hey, listen, figure it out. Keep your head down. Keep your mouth shut. In five years, you could be here. In 10 years, you could be here. And young people today are saying, hey, listen, what are you trying to do? Sell me a bridge? Let me tell you what I want. I don't want to bring my dog to work on Thursdays because I need to work from home on Thursdays. But on Fridays, I want to bring my dog to work. So what can you do for me there? And that is high maintenance. Managers can't just say, reinvent the wheel, sink or swim, figure it out. And don't worry, the system will take care of you. Now, people push back and they ask questions and they want to know, what are you going to do to take care of me today, tomorrow, this week? And that's high maintenance. Well, Priest, how can we get them to shut up and stop asking so many of those difficult questions? Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, thanks. But listen, I got to tell you, that's a good joke because much of my career has been driven by the fact that you are not alone in that question. Business leaders and managers all over the world are saying to me, you know, how do we get them to shut up and do as they're told? My view is this is not just about the disloyalty and the short attention spans of a bunch of young upstarts. This is about profound changes in the larger world. And we're seeing what happens when a generation comes of age who have never known it the old-fashioned way. And our advice to business leaders is very simple. Recognize that those long-term promises are not secure, that institutions are in a state of constant flux, that job security is dead. And yes, you want everybody to work very well, very fast, all day long. What every business leader and manager is trying to do is get more work and better work out of every person all day long with a bigger smile on their face. And the only question is, how do you make that happen? And what we explain to our clients is people no longer think long-term and hierarchical. They no longer think about paying their dues and climbing the ladder. They think short-term and transactional. What do you want from me today, tomorrow, this week, this month, this year? How do I score lots of points around here and earn more for my family? How do I score lots of points here and get those Thursdays off? How do I score lots of points around here and get you to let me bring my dog to work? And it's short-term and transactional logic. And that doesn't mean you can't get people to work long-term. I believe that you can get millennials to be long-term employees, but you have to do it one day at a time. And managing people has become a day-to-day -day negotiation. Man, we got a lot of training to do. <laughs> you know, The value proposition of work has completely changed for these generations. And you're exactly right. I mean, it's really hard for employers to catch up. So where do they begin? Well, the first thing is don't just write off today's young people as disloyal slackers who want everything their own way. It is true 
that they were raised by helicopter parents on steroids who told them their whole lives all styles are equally valid and everyone gets a trophy. And that is part of the problem. And that you can break down really fast by saying, look, we're paying you, not the other way around. This is how we operate. Welcome to the real world. But another piece of the puzzle is accepting the fact that the rules of the game have changed, that nobody is going to make one short-term sacrifice after another in exchange for vague long-term promises that may or may not best in the deep distant future. So what we tell employers is plug in to the short-term transactional approach. Take a more hands-on, more aggressive approach to managing. Make the quid pro quo explicit every step of the way. You know, that means tell people, hey, you don't want to work on Thursday? Here's what I need from you by Wednesday at midnight. And by the way, if you can't ever have Thursdays off, then level with them and tell them, hey, that's never going to happen. Right. And so if you get managers to plug in and take a much more aggressive coaching style, supportive, involved approach to leading and get them to plug into that transactional mindset, it's one day at a time, one person at a time. By the way, employers that are doing this are getting extraordinary results out of young people. So we know it works. This is not a theory. This is based on very close research. And employers that are accepting the fact that the rules of the game have changed, accepting the fact that young people, maybe they're onto something with this new mindset, and then plugging into it and telling people, here's how you score points around here. You come in early, you stay late, you bend over backwards, you jump through hoops, you dot your I's, you cross your T's, you do it with a big smile on your face, you go the extra mile, that's how you score points, that's how you earn more. And when people are dragging their heels and not going the extra mile, that's not how you get rewards. And you got to show people, when you go the extra mile, we do more for you. And that works and help them build up their skills and collect proof of their ability to add value and teach them how to operate in an environment where they're no longer the customer. They understand customer mindset. You just have to explain to them, this might be the first time they're not the customer. Let me explain. We're paying you. That's why we're telling you what to do. You know, we're telling you what to do. And good news, we're going to pay you. Bruce, we really want to thank you for joining us again on our show today. You've really always had such tremendous contributions and people want so much more. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, if anyone wants to go to RainmakerThinking.com, and I think you can put a link there, they can download a copy of the 2017 update of our white paper, The Great Generational Shift. And also free on our website, we always have a running news feed with our latest articles and media appearances. And of course, my publishers always want me to encourage people to buy books, but the white paper is free, the news feed is free, and so if you go to RainmakerThinking.com, there's lots of free stuff. Our guest today has been Bruce Talgan, founder of Rainmaker Thinking and author of over a dozen best-selling business books. You can learn more about Bruce, as well as find links to his latest white paper, The Greatest Generational Shift, Update 2017, in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. This episode has been sponsored by Align for Business. 
at align4business.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.